2015 has been a record year for cyber attacks, especially in the healthcare and government sectors. These security breaches have compromised the data privacy of more than 100 million individuals and counting. So what privacy-related expertise, knowledge, and skills should the security and IT professionals charged with protecting this data be developing to keep up with these growing cybersecurity threats? I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Trevor Hughes, CEO of the International Association of Privacy Professionals, or IAPP. Trevor will be discussing why and how IT professionals and others should be bolstering their privacy-related skill sets in the face of these growing threats. So now, Trevor, when it comes to IT professionals, what sorts of privacy-related knowledge and skill gaps do you typically see, and why? When it comes to IT professionals, we see a lack of fluency in the field of privacy with many in the InfoSec and IT world. Uh, We also see it going the other way as well. Coming out of the privacy world, we see a lack of fluency in IT and InfoSec. And I think one of the things that we will need to build in future years is that translational ability, that ability to speak each other's language uh, between InfoSec IT and, and privacy. It really is becoming critical for InfoSec pros to understand the sensitivities associated with information privacy issues and for information privacy pros to understand the technologies and methodologies of of information security. What sort of impact do these gaps in data privacy expertise or security knowledge, for that matter, with the privacy people, what sort of impact does that have on an organization when it comes to the cybersecurity attacks that we've been seeing? We see tension between information privacy and information security in many ways. And in, in many ways, it's unfortunate tension because it probably doesn't have to occur. Let me explain that a bit. When it comes to cybersecurity, one of the incredibly important things to do is to actually share information, to analyze massive amounts of information, to detect threats, to manage threats as they emerge, And that can have privacy implications. Frequently, the data being analyzed has sensitivity associated with it. It represents the data of someone. And information security professionals, um, if they are lacking in sensitivity with regards to privacy, may just focus on detecting and processing massive amounts of information so that systems can be secure. But a secure system is not necessarily a system that is privacy sensitive. Conversely, privacy pros struggle with understanding information security mandates and and what drives information security professionals. And that has consequences, that lack of dialogue between those two fields. What we see is a real need for InfoSec pros to understand the issues associated with information privacy, understand when handling personal information, sensitive information, that actual human beings behind that information have concerns and issues associated with the use of that data, and to use techniques and tools that their privacy colleagues can help share with them to better protect privacy while at the same time achieving the info security goals that they have. 
So cybersecurity is not a devil's bargain. You do not get to take security or privacy, but not both. There are, without question, mechanisms that allow for far greater information security while still respecting information privacy. So now, what are some of the ways that IT professionals and security professionals bolster their knowledge of privacy and keep up with changing regulations and needs and all of that that really is important right now? I think there are a number of things that IT and InfoSec pros can do. Let me give you perhaps three. First and foremost, I think IT and InfoSec pros should make sure that they know the privacy lead inside their organization. They should get up out of their office, walk across the building, and shake hands with the person who is responsible for privacy. That person may sit in a risk or compliance department. They may sit in a legal department. But I think that would be a very welcome outreach uh, from an InfoSec or an IT professional. Beginning that dialogue inside the organization is probably the best first step. Beyond that, I think information security professionals need to begin to broaden their knowledge base so that they have an understanding of privacy over time. I think there are all sorts of ways to do that, subscribing to some of the newsletters in the field, paying attention to privacy-related stories as they emerge, and there are many resources in the marketplace for them uh, to do that, including ISMG producing data breach newsletters and other newsletters with all sorts of great privacy content. But I think there's an even more important step than those first two, and that is as we move forward in the digital economy, it is increasingly becoming clear that being a master of a single domain is important, but also understanding other domains, understanding other ways to look at the same issue is an incredibly important skill. And for information security pros, that means understanding information privacy. And so pursuing credentials and training in that space, certainly from our perspective, is something that is burgeoning today and will only get bigger in the future. That's why the IEPP has the Certified Information Professional Technology designation, CIPT. Our CIPT designation is meant for InfoSec and IT pros to understand privacy. So it gives them those broad issue spotting skills in the field of information privacy so that they can do their job better. So I think those three things, one, introducing yourself and understanding who's responsible for privacy inside your organization, beginning to dive into the the deep pool of, of knowledge and information that is flowing out there with regards to privacy, understanding the issues of the day, and then really investing in your skills as a digital economy professional Um, by pursuing the credentials that are available like CIPT in the marketplace today. So as you mentioned, there are organizations that have privacy officers uh, in healthcare, for instance. You'll have a privacy officer or compliance officer. And what do you say to IT people or security people who say, well, you know, we have privacy people. I don't need to learn about this. Why why is it still important for them to also be branching out in terms of their skill sets and their expertise and knowledge? Saying that that an organization has a privacy professional is clearly an insufficient answer for managing the risks associated with data in today's enterprise. What we are seeing across the board in the marketplace is that anyone who touches data is a risk vector when it comes to privacy. 
and information security professionals, IT pros, touch lots of data. And so saying that an organization has a chief privacy officer or a privacy professional responsible for privacy, hey, there's a privacy statement up on our, our website, we've got privacy policies inside the organization, all those things are great but insufficient answers in terms of responding to the risk associated with information privacy today. All it takes is one IT pro, one InfoSec pro in an engineering meeting, a product design meeting, a team meeting, to toss out an idea innocently, ignorantly perhaps, and have that idea create massive privacy concerns. We've seen this over and over again in FTC enforcements, in major missteps that organizations have made in the marketplace where a lack of privacy awareness in engineering, IT, InfoSec results in real risk for organizations. So make no mistake, having a privacy team in place, absolutely important. Having privacy statements, privacy policies, good privacy management inside an organization, absolutely critical without question. But equally as critical is the need for information security professionals and IT professionals today to understand the fundamentals of information privacy so that when they're sitting in that meeting and an idea goes up on a whiteboard, their spidey sense starts to tingle and they say, gosh, maybe we should run this by the folks in privacy because that doesn't seem quite right to me. That's the future that we have to get to. We're not there yet, but many, many of the most forward-looking risk management organizations are doing exactly that. So now, Trevor, what are some of your top privacy concerns when it comes to the evolving Internet of Things, and how should security and IT pros be preparing to address those privacy concerns? One of the great things about the field of privacy is it is never boring. Technology changes the the terrain every single day. It introduces new challenges and, and challenges our ways of thinking about privacy. Let me start with some history. So the, the field of information privacy is about 50 years old. In 1967, an academic named Alan Weston really identified the idea of information privacy and launched our modern thinking about it. Um, that thinking for almost 40 plus years has been based on the fair information practices, a series of policies and frameworks around the world that talk about privacy in terms of control, that an individual should have the ability to control their information as it flows out into the information economy. That control currently is found in tools like Notice and Choice. We've all seen them before. You go to a website, you see a privacy policy. You subscribe to a new app, you have to click through terms of service and user agreements. That is Notice and Choice. You are being provided with information about how data is going to be used and you are indicating your consent. Those tools are showing some strain. They don't work as well in the information economy that we have today. People don't read privacy statements. People who don't read privacy statements aren't necessarily making choices that are fully informed and don't necessarily understand all the things that they're saying yes to when they click I agree. Let's take that then into the Internet of Things. And one of the challenges with the Internet of Things is that the user interface on the Internet of Things may be the, the item itself. If I walk into a room and the light bulb can sense that I'm in the room because it's somehow talking to my smartphone or it is reading some 
biometric signature that I have as I walk into that room, where do I get noticed there and how do I indicate choice? There's, there's not a website necessarily. There's not a mechanism that tells me that that data is going back and forth. The Internet of Things is going to really challenge our, our sensibilities around privacy, our ability to use control as the framework for us to manage data going forward. And so we see organizations, we see public policy debates migrating towards ideas of accountability, migrating towards ideas of privacy by design. And those ideas really talk about allowing data to flow, but holding organizations responsible for the appropriate stewardship of that data. And that may seem like a great thing for organizations, that some of the bureaucracy and the burden of regulatory standards around notice and choice may go away, but not so quick, because it actually puts more risk management focus, more accountability on the organization to do the right thing within the boundaries of what that customer, that consumer, that data subject expects with their data. So we don't have all the answers for the Internet of Things yet. We don't have a lot of answers for the Internet of Things yet. What I can tell you is that the Internet of Things, along with many other technologies, are going to really challenge the way that we manage privacy and make the issue even more complex than it is today. Thanks, Trevor. I've been speaking to Trevor Hughes of IAPP. I'm Marianne Kolbesek-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.